Hey, hey, I am so glad that you are back. I think today is going to be fun because I'm going to take a look back at our journey of paying off debt and share with you four things that I would do differently if I were starting all over again with paying off our debt. Hopefully I can save you from some of the mistakes that we made. Mistakes were definitely made and I will keep it real with you. It hasn't been easy and we've still got a ways to go, but I feel like we are on our way and we have some experience under our belts and we figured out what just doesn't work for us. So if you are in the middle of paying off debt or maybe you are just beginning, this one is for you. So let's get started. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee. It's time to dive in. So I heard this saying a long time ago, not too long after we first started getting more intentional about paying off our debt, and it was, it's easy to wander into debt, but it's not so easy to wander out of it. It's easy to wander into debt, but it's not so easy to wander out of it. If that's not the truth, am I right? Now, if you are serious about wanting to be completely debt-free, it's going to take some intentionality. If what you are doing hasn't been moving the needle towards getting the debt paid off, then why the heck do we think that just doing more of the same thing that hasn't been working is going to get us there? I'm asking you this because I myself have been guilty of this. If nothing changes, then nothing changes, right? So if you have been looking at the same amount of debt for any extended period of time, or worse, if you have been watching it rise and rise and you don't have a plan, please consider my overflow program. The last round that I am offering this year kicks off on October 1st, and I won't be offering another round this year. So please don't be one of those people that waits until the new year. What better time could you get a hold of your money than the most expensive time of the year, right? You can learn more about it and get yourself enrolled using the link in the show notes. I hope I get to see your name come across my list. Okay, so let's talk more about my mistakes. (laughs) Okay, no, really, there are some things I would do differently, and I want to break those down for you and not just share with you what I would do differently, but why I would do it differently. So grab a notebook and pen. Let's jump in. All right, number one, I would focus on the big boulders instead of the little pebbles, okay? Big boulders instead of little pebbles. A little pebble is going to be those small little parts of your budget um, that a lot of times people tend to focus on first. So that would be cutting out, you know, $10 subscriptions. That would be um, cutting out a weekly Starbucks run. Okay, those are the little things, the little pebbles. On the other hand, big boulders are the things that are going to move the needle more quickly. 
Those look like bigger expenses like your rent or mortgage or a car payment or um, grocery budget. Um, It can also look like your income, right? Your income is such a powerful tool that is often very overlooked of wouldn't it be so much easier to focus on generating an extra thousand dollars a month with your income than trying to piecemeal together little cut here, little cut here, little cut here that all together totals up to maybe $100, right? Oftentimes, it feels easier to tackle the little pebbles. So that's where people start because it feels like I'm taking control back on this small expense, right? So we're starting there, but that's just not gonna move the needle very quickly. Plus, you're going to burn out faster because you're not seeing the return on your investment, right? You put all this effort into cutting out these little pebbles and at the end, you're still not making a sizable progress towards those bigger goals that you have and yet you feel like you're giving up so much to get there. So you're going to burn out faster when you focus on those little pebbles. Your time spent making these adjustments is just not going to make a very big dent in your debt. So instead, focusing on how can I make those massive cuts to the big boulders and even increasing my income so that I can get there faster and see the return on my investment, which is gonna keep me going because I'm excited that I'm seeing the progress, right? So it it matters what you're focusing on. The number two thing that I would do is I would be willing to look at my numbers much sooner. This is what my strategy was, you guys, in the beginning. I'm going to try to do better with my spending. Has anyone ever said that? I'm going to watch my spending, something like that, right? Guys, I hate to break it to you, but that is not a strategy, When you look at your numbers, you may actually find a totally different route to where you're trying to go, right? And so often I feel like we just don't want to know. We either want to bury our heads in the sand, we're afraid to face it, or we think we can just get there like on intuition or something. I'm not even sure sometimes what goes through our heads, but we can get there a totally different route when we know our numbers. So once I finally did the work to get to know my numbers, I realized that what we had was an income problem, not an expense problem. And I had been putting all of my energy into cutting expenses. If I would have taken the time to actually look at our numbers, I would have seen, hey, it doesn't matter if I cut all these expenses it's still not going to get us where we need to go because the income just isn't where it needs to be. And I would have saved myself a lot of time and a lot of headache if I would have just done that first and known like what the actual situation was. Increasing the income was where our focus needed to be. And maybe yours is the expenses, but you won't know that until you take the time to actually look. All right, number three. I would stop searching the internet for a new solution to the same problem. 
(laughs) That's hard to hear. I know because maybe right now you're going, oh, that's me. I've been doing that. Okay. I get it. You're hoping that a blog post that you find with the hacks, that's going to give you that aha moment. That's going to finally get you unstuck or that new meal plan is definitely going to be the ticket to save us money and and get us where we want to go or that YouTube video on how to make your own laundry detergent. (laughs) I'm kidding, but not really because sometimes we fixate on things like that and think this is it. This is the thing that's going to help. And I promise the magic solution is not out there floating around. Becoming debt-free is a very similar to getting healthy. Let me explain. If I want to focus on my health, I need to do the things that healthy people do, right? They move their bodies. They focus on whole foods when possible. They drink their water. They get their sleep. They don't starve themselves. They don't exercise for hours every single day and not adequately provide their body with nutrition, right? So how would a financial journey look any different? We tell ourselves these stories like, oh man, if I want to get serious about this, I'm going to have to cook every single meal at home and we won't be able to go anywhere and I'll just have to get a part-time job so I'll never have any free time because I'm always going to be working. That's what we think has to happen in order to get to where we want to go. And that's simply not true. We do have to be willing to start we do have to willing to be we do have to be willing to be intentional with our spending we have to know where we're starting from we have to know where we want to go so that we can make a plan to get from here to there right do you see the difference two totally different things i feel like that one was a two parter actually because i just went off on a tangent but consider that one a bonus point okay All right, so number three was I would stop searching the internet for a new solution to the same problem. And then number four is I would focus on wealth, not money, because they are very different. Focusing on money led me to be obsessed with every dollar. I developed this scarcity mentality, and I just, I wasn't a fun person to be around, saying things like, hey, did you spend $104 at the grocery store? Because our budget was $100. Like, I know, I'm super fun, super fun person, right? So focusing on wealth reminded me that it's not just money that makes a wealthy life. The way that I spend my time, my mental health, my physical health, my marriage, my parenting, how I show up for my friends, all of those are part of a wealthy life too, not just money. And once I realized that, I was willing to pay off debt slower in order to ensure that those things weren't being neglected. Because again, I wasn't after just money in this life. I was after a wealthy life And it was important to me that the rest of my life did not suffer at the expense of money. So those were my core four. We joke about the things we would do differently, but just like anything, we learn from our mistakes, right? So sometimes the only way to get into a groove is to sort of fumble our way through it first, right? So if you are feeling like you're in the middle of fumbling right now and you want to get your stride, 
I want to encourage you that you're probably on the right path because you're learning what's working for you and what is not working for you. So keep going. Do not see this as a sign that it's not working or that you're not cut out for this because I know, like I know, like I know, like I know that your wins are around the corner if you keep going. Seriously, how fun is it going to feel when you make that last payment on your credit card and you see a balance of zero? It is absolutely worth it, friends. For those of you that have already begun this debt payoff journey and you've learned some things, would you um, send me a DM over on Instagram because I would love to chat with you. I would love to hear what you have personally learned along the way. I'm always learning from you. Um, and I would love to chat more. So send me a DM over on Instagram, share with me your journey, what's working for you, maybe what hasn't. I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, I will see you guys back here again really soon. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really makes a difference and it is the best way that you can say thank you. Also, I would love to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram and find me at Money Mindful Moms. Connect with me there. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.